Do you know what a Robertson screw is? Or, for that matter, a Phillips or a Phillips head screw? It's really funny to me sometimes when these names are attached to things. I often think about them partially from, you know, the perspective of a true alien in outer space who would be trying to describe the, the tool that he needs to some some poor human and not knowing the contextual name given on this particular planet to that particular thing. But even less extraterrestrial than that is the simple, what's it known as in Japan or in uh, Africa or in Russia or China or any other any other culture which is considerably different or language that's considerably different is it some variation of robertson in, in japan some ruberatsun uh, or something i don't know how to transliterate that particular one but um that was a practice we did in our in my japanese class we 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 tried to break down people's names into the syllables that we needed to pronounce them pronounce them in japanese it was interesting because even the even the, the you know the the syllables are not the same as uh, say English or the romantic languages for that matter and i would imagine russian and chinese would be similarly difficult or, or similarly similarly different <laughs> i had the uh the occasion today to have to do some work with a robertson screw and with some phillips head screws uh, if you're not familiar a Phillips head has a cross, and a Robertson screw has a square head. Uh, technically, I think I was just reading about this. Technically, there's a slight taper is both the tool and the head as well. And they're not terribly uncommon in Canada, but that's about the only place that they're common, I think. Uh, they're not common in the United States, although apparently catching on. And that's one of those other weird regional things, like <clears throat> why do we have this kind of screw in Canada and not in the United States? The only reference I've seen here, and just looking again at the, you know, looking it up beforehand, this happens to be the the Wikipedia um, entry in front of me, so I, I, you know, trust as much as you will. But they indicate that there was a, a sort of problem with them for... Um, for uh, Ford, Henry Ford. And it could have been the big new screw, but Robertson want, didn't want to license the design to Ford, so Ford could not create legally these screws, <clears throat> which meant that Ford couldn't control the supply and thus uh, decided, well, if I can't control the supply uh, because they're not reliably produced in the United States, I will just use other screws. Um, still using them in Canada because they were in, I guess, more common use in Canada. And that's one of those little small cultural, is it cultural details? It's, it's almost, it's almost um, just physical location. You know, one of those weird things that borders produce are differences um, between countries. Even though functionally, you know, especially growing up in New Brunswick, not, near, not far from the border, Functionally, the border when I was growing up was very porous and and almost negligible. <clears throat> it was very common for border communities. I didn't live directly on the border, 
but we it was the place where we went to get our groceries. It was the place we went to go to a city, which was closer in the United States than the biggest city I could get to in Canada. Uh, and certainly in the northern part of the province, especially, or there are other border um, border cities, but especially in the northern part of the province, there's literally a town right on the border. And so the, the difference between, you know, one side of the border and the other is relatively minimal, except it's maximized. You know, it, it's it's the place where you're going to realize that the people are generally the same, but everything else is different. Um, you're still going to have, you know, grocery stores on each side, but they're going to be different grocery stores and carry different things. You might have a target on the American side and no target on the on the Canadian side. Or you might even have, and I don't know if this ever happened. Because there aren't a lot of cities that are lined up along the border. But you could even have an American target on one side and a Canadian target on the other. <clears throat> and the Canadian target would not have the things the American target would have. And the American target would not want the things the Canadian target. It was not a great business deal. Um, on a smaller scale, you could have an Irving on both sides. Because Irving owns everything around here. But the, these little things like the kinds of screws that there are and, and why do we need all these different kinds of screws and, you know, why is it more uniquely Canadian that I'm going to run into this idea of having these Robertson screws? Um, it kind of fascinates me, these little, these little differences that speak so much. Um, but I, I don't know, I just kind of ran into that today. I had to take some, some screws out of a wall. And, uh, I don't normally do that. I am, I am, I am not a carpenter slash handyman of any real extent. Um, mostly just, I don't have the practice. There's nothing particularly wrong with me doing it, um, or nothing particularly, you know, challenging, but I don't have the practice, which gives confidence. I don't have the, the experience, which gives in, intuition and know-how. Um, so I end up having to reinvent the wheel or brute force the wheel <laughs> in some cases, um, where it's not necessarily, um, you know, the best way to do it. <clears throat> this is the nature of everything that I, <laughs> I seem to have done. I mean, I, I was an expert software developer. I will claim credit for that. Um, but part of being an expert was just that I had done it so much and seen so many complications that I could, I could predict where there were certain problems I could, I could reliably avoid or were there certain problems that you couldn't avoid, but I knew solutions to fix them. Whereas with carpentry, uh, with, with being, you know, the handyman stuff, if you will, handy person, um, I just don't have that kind of experience. And sometimes I, I wish I did. Um, there is something satisfying about working with your hands, about building something or taking something apart and fixing it and putting it back together again. There's something very satisfying about that. So um, it would be it would be great to do more of that. And I've thought about that over time. Never once in a while there's a, a woodworking course that opens up or uh, you know, handyman around the house kind of kind of course that opens up. I never really have the time or the money at the same time uh, to do these sorts of things. Um, and I kind of it's funny because I remember one of the courses was actually specifically basically home um, home DIY repairs for women. That was the specific course. Now I understand the point of having it. 
um, specifically aimed at women because women are underserved and underrepresented, uh, represented, underrepresented element of that that school that skill set. Um, when I was young, there were a few girls in my shop class, I think, uh, but very few. And there was maybe one person, one boy in the uh, home ec class. I really wish I had taken home ec when I had been in grade eight or nine, whatever it was offered. Because I think I, you know, especially now where I like to cook and I want to have more experience and more confidence in cooking, I would have gotten a lot out of that, you know, um, if it was truly home economics as well, the foundations of budgeting and, you know, managing bills and managing the costs and, 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 uh, benefits and planning for a household would have been extraordinarily useful. Um, instead I was, I've talked about how I was, you know, kind of terrified of all the machines and never really given the confidence to work with those machines. I think that, Maybe that was the missing element for that particular education. Technically, it was probably all there. I was given the appropriate instructions. I was even given tasks to do. But I think the the thing that would have been most important to me would have been the confidence. It would have been the boost to both know that I understood it and that I had someone who supported me understanding it. Um, I think whenever I do training myself, that's one of the elements I really want to make sure is conveyed. Some people come with their own confidence. They're full of it and they don't need me to tell them anything else. That's fine. They want the information from me. I will give them the information. That's what we're there for. That's the exchange. That's the, that's the unspoken um, contract. But others, others need to be supported. They need to get that buildup of confidence. Um, they need to know that, while they may suck now, they can get better if they keep doing it, um, which I think is a I think it's important as far as a, a, as far as a, a teaching goes. Um, anyway, we're a long way from from screwheads. <laughs> I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One, and uh, I I don't even know why I know these names. I, I I have been picking names out of thin air for the last few days. Um, I watched a movie last night. Our horror night movie was the conjuring two. And at one point there's a device, which is uh, essentially a simple light in the middle. It spins around and there's a persistence of, of vision illusion. It's a toy for kids. And somewhere out of my brain, I pulled the word zoetrope uh, or zo. See, I'm not even going to get, I'm not even confident in it now. If I, if I, uh, if I type that in, am I going to get the right thing? Yeah, no, zoetrope. That is the right word. But I pulled that name out of nowhere. And it always amazes me when that happens because there was no conscious layer of thought involved. It wasn't like I was walking through a sentence I had heard. It hadn't been named so far as I recall or so far as I noticed in the, the movie itself. Uh, and yet that word where it appeared just as, as needed, which is usually, it's usually the opposite. Usually it is all about not being able to remember the word and being frustrated and substituting any word that all, uh, with that just to continue because it wasn't the important point anyway, but somehow, somehow I found a word. I will talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>